Welsh, thank you. Thought someone famous had just walked in. Uh, yeah, well, it's, obviously it's great to be here, you know, obviously, uh, for those who don't know, um, I'm mar married to a uh, Christian sister, and we have two young children, so it's not always, we're not always able to get across as often as what we'd like to, certainly that, that goes for me, uh, but thank you very much to Phil and Christian for, for putting this, uh, this Sunday, Sunday on, like uh, Phil's already said, this morning with Josh and uh, with Kev was absolutely excellent. It really was. Um, move of God in that place was un incredible. Um, but this, uh, sorry, this evening, I'd like to uh, just talk about uh, the body of Christ. Um, and as, as we've heard many in different formats tonight already, um, Arena is, um, you know, one church in two different locations. Therefore, when it comes to the body of Christ in, in terms of Arena... This is 50% of the body of Christ, okay? So, I'm going to jump straight into it. Um, uh, Ephesians 4, verse 14, if that's okay. Uh, and I'll be reading from the uh, New Living Translation. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each, each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. I mean, the, the first, you know, when, when Phil Kate approached me last week, um, I'd, already, I'd already read these verses and they, they stood out to me. You know, unbelievably. Um, and the first, the, the first point I've got to make is that, the, you know, the language, this is the word of God. And this is the language that he uses. Three times in those three verses, he uses, we will. It's not, we might. You know, it's not, this could happen. You know, this is, we will. It's a concrete, uh, you know, exclamation of what's going to happen. Um, but, I mean, you, you, you know, you, you talk about... Um, the word, you know, God moving in, in, in situations. And, you know, t uh, tonight, as Christian was, uh, was praying at the start of the service, uh, he was talking about, um, you know, everybody's got a part. Everybody fits together, you know, as a, as a part. And uh, right there, it says in the start of verse 16, he makes the whole body fit together perfectly. I mean, let's, let's be bold tonight. Anybody want to raise the hand who has, has ever felt that they don't fit in, in whatever, whether it's school, work, or anything? Great, not just me. <laughs> but that's the real, that's, that's, that's what I, I've been, I've been, I'm a, I'm not, sorry, I'm able to bless you with that tonight and say that there it says in verse 16, he makes the whole body fit together perfectly. You are part of this body. Every single person in this room is part of the body which is Arena Mansfield. Um, you know, it, we, fit to be, we fit together perfectly. It's not as though, you know, you've been shoehorned into something that you don't really feel like doing. We fit together perfectly. And when we fit together perfectly, we work together perfectly. You know, obviously, 
tonight, the, the worship team, you know, they don't just, you know, get together every now and again and, and you know, have a little bit of a sing-song and hope it goes okay. <laughs> well, I, I hope not anyway. <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> But, um, no, I mean, you know, we fit together perfectly. You know, the, 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 the teams, like, like uh, Phil's just said, there are many teams that make up Arena, you know, um, such as, you know, Helen with the kids, ch- uh, kids Church team. I mean, it's a fantastic team, and that team works together perfectly to, to bless the kids every single Sunday morning and Sunday evening. That's a fantastic part of the body of Christ. Um, I've lost where I am, sorry. <laughs> um, the same, if I can, if I may, sorry, the, uh, the same verses that are from uh, Peterson's version in, in the message uh, go like this. No prolonged infancies among us, please. We will not tolerate babes in the wood, small children who are an easy mark for imposters. God wants us to grow up, to know the whole, the whole truth and tell it in love, like Christ in everything. We take our lead from Christ, who is the source of everything we do. He keeps us in step with each other. His very breath and blood flow through us, nourishing us so that we will grow up to be healthy in God, robust in love. I mean, that, like I say, Phil approached me last week and asked me if, I'd, if I was willing to give 10 minutes. And that, those verses right there just, you know, just, just blew me away, you know. That is exactly what this church is. It is, Irina Church is the body of Christ in two locations. You know, it's split right down the middle and every single person in this room has a part to play. Has a part to play in, the, um, in, the, in what we want to do. And exactly what we want to do uh, in Mansfield is what we've already said. We've seen, it, we've seen the video tonight, the, um, the food bank video. We want to impact people in, uh, in Mansfield. We want to see lives changed. And as a part of the body... You, every single person in this room, as a part of that body, you are, you are a finger, you are a toe, you are a leg, you are an essential limb. And what do those limbs do? They reach and grab people. You know, if you're an arm, you stretch out and you can reach the people. You can, you know, that, that friend that you're not sure about, reach him because you are part of the body. You know, that person at work that you're not too sure about, stick your leg out and kick him a bit, you know? <laughs> Because you're part of the body. Um, but, you know, that's, 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 that's exactly what is on my heart. I see this in Mansfield. I see Mansfield a turned around place. You know, people who, who have never been to Mansfield but heard about Mansfield probably have got a negative outlook. When, in fact, this is a fantastic town. And the surrounding areas, you know, Sutton, Kirkby, Ravenshead and all those sort of areas, they are fantastic areas. And these places can be turned around when we work together as a body, we fit together perfectly, and we reach out, and we kick out, and do everything that we need to do to reach people, to shine light into the darkness that we see cast over Mansfield and Sutton and all those surrounding areas. So, please, let me, let me encourage you. I mean, you know, I stand before you as someone who is trying to do exactly that myself. People at work give me a hard time. I work in a fairly small um, community, you know, not many people, but at the same time, those small, the small community gives me such a hard time, you know, you know, you see, you see people, you know, in the floods recently that are having, you know, homes ripped apart, 
they're having their livelihoods lost and shops ruined and things like that. And, you know, people can easily come before you and say, God's not doing a great job, is he, really? You know, what's going on? We're seeing, we're seeing all this tragedy. We're seeing all this um, disappointment. You know, what's going on? But at the end of the day, God is able and God is faithful he will see these, yes, we are seeing rough times, but we will see these rough times come to, a, come to an end. And as we come together perfectly, as all of us together, you know, as a church, as a congregation, and we will see, you know, the best is yet to come, without a shadow of a doubt. And Mansfield will be reached, it will be impacted, you know, the light will be so, so bright, it's, it's unbelievable. So that's my message for you tonight, and just, uh, just an encouragement to say, you know, Let's, let's, let's unite. Let's gel together. Let's be the body together. You know, every little finger, every little toe, every eyelash, whatever it may be. Let's be those people. was good for a great for a first time wasn't it well done Simon yeah straight into the next message then and you're getting the feel of what we're trying to do and uh, it's a delight tonight to welcome one of our great young women in the church and she really is and uh, she uh, when I first met Helen um, around about five years ago I was immediately impressed by just a beautiful spirit and then I began to realize that she'd had to even sort of quite recently to that really navigate some tough stuff in her life and she's done it with a great grace and uh, to see her continually emerge in church uh, in a leadership uh, in a love for people has really been fantastic and of course uh, within the last number of months she's got married as well I just had to check myself tonight but I'm delighted to welcome Mrs Helen Turner thank you hello I'm just going to start by introducing myself. Some of you may not know me very well. As Phil said, I got married to Josh last year. Um, I, you might know me from running Kids Church. I run Kids Church here in Mansfield and also in Ilkeston as well. And I've been doing that for five years and I absolutely love it. But also I'm involved in Universal, which is the youth ministry over in Ilkeston. And the meeting place as well, which is our 18 to 30s. And I absolutely love everything that I do. I've got such a passion for teaching kids and young people about Jesus. And I really love it. Um, so hopefully you know me a little bit better now. Um, <laughs> My message tonight is entitled, Overcoming Your Storm. And by storm, what I mean is a tragedy, something bad that's happened in your life that's caused you a great amount of pain. Because we all go through these things in our life, whether we've been through something a long time ago, maybe we're going through something now, or maybe our storms to come later on in life. You might be sitting there thinking, my life seems to be storm after storm at the moment. But tonight I want to talk about how we overcome these things that happen to us. Um, my storm, as Phil said a little bit about, happened five years ago when I lost my mum. At the age of 40, my mum was diagnosed with breast cancer and she had an operation and she had the cancer removed and she was free from cancer. Um, but a few years later, unfortunately, she was told that the cancer had come back, but this time it was in her bones. And the doctor told her that this is terminal, there's nothing they can do to cure it. All they can do is give her treatment to slow down the process of it spreading. Um, 
So she went for the next few years, she went through intensive chemotherapy and radiotherapy. And it was a really hard time for us because it made her really ill, really sick. She lost all of her hair. And it was hard for us as a family knowing, seeing her like that and also knowing that she'd got this disease that is killing her. And the doctors said it can't be cured. Um, but we were a Christian family. My mom and dad brought us up as Christians. And we believed, even though the doctors said she couldn't be healed, we believed God could heal her. So we stayed faithful to God, um, believing for God's healing. Um, so my mom went like, on like this for a few years um, until one day uh, the cancer spread to her lungs. And um, shortly after that, she was admitted into hospital where she was told she'd got a week to live. And we still stayed faithful to God, that God still had time to heal her. Um, but unfortunately, we lost her a week later. Now, this is what I want to talk about. How do we overcome these things that cause us so much pain and suffering? That was really hard for me, losing my mom, losing someone that I loved so much. Um, so how do we overcome these things? I believe that there's a decision that needs to be made. I could have come away from that, and it could have made me a very angry person. It could have made me very bitter. I could have turned away from God, and I could have carried that situation through the rest of my life, carried the pain of it into every relationship, every career, everything that I did from that moment on. But I decided to make an important decision. I went home from that hospital, and I got in my bedroom. I got on my hands and knees, and I prayed to God, and I asked God to help me. I asked God to take the pain away, and I asked him to give me strength to cope with it. And God met me in my bedroom, and he took the pain away. I'm not saying that I didn't get upset about losing my mom after that, but he took the harshness of the pain away, and he replaced it with this amazing strength that was so unbelievable. Before that, I was a weak person. I was really sensitive. Any little thing would upset me, or any little thing would offend me. But God gave me this incredible strength to get through it. A week later, I was back at church singing on the worship team. I was back at work telling my friends about what Jesus had done through that situation. It was amazing the strength that God, that was only from God, that was, wasn't from me, it was from God. It was just incredible. Um, shortly after I lost my mom, one of my dad's friends said to him, who wasn't a Christian, he said to him, I'm sorry your God didn't do a miracle for you. And my dad said to him, no, God didn't do the miracle that I wanted, but he did an even better miracle. He gave her eternal life in heaven. Wow. You know, sometimes we're praying for something that was never in God's will. We're asking God to do something that was never in his plan. And we get mad at God and angry at God when he doesn't answer our prayers. But most of the time, it's because he's got a better plan for you. It wasn't in his pl original plan. I'm not saying don't believe for miracles and don't believe for healing because there's stories across this church where God's healed people and done amazing miracles. So you need to have faith for those things. But don't be mad at God if, if your prayers aren't answered. Um, I want to challenge you tonight. If you're going through something at the moment and you're thinking, I just don't know how I'm going to get through this. It's so painful. I don't know how I'm going to get through it. Or if you've been through something in the past and you're still carrying the pain from it, you're still carrying the hurt from it. I ask you that tonight you'd go home and you'd pray to God and you'd do what I did. And you'd ask God for help. You'd ask God to take the pain away. And you'd ask him to give you a strength to get through it. Because God doesn't want you to be in pain. God wants to help you. It says all through the Bible how God is always with us and he's always wanting to help us. I just want to read two scriptures from the Bible. There's so many to choose from, but I just want to read these two. Isaiah 41 verse 13. For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. 
Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will never leave you. He's always with you. He's always wanting to help you. But you have to let him. It's a decision. You have to let him. He's always going to be there to help you. But you have to let him do it. I just want to finish. There's a song um, by Hillsong called Still. And the words in the chorus say, When the oceans rise and thunders roar, I will soar with you above the storm. Father, you are king over the flood. I will be still and know you are God. That line is so amazing. Father, you are king over the flood. Are you letting Jesus be the king of your flood? Are you letting Jesus be the king over your storm? Thank you.